What's up, everybody? Ben Hover here, joined by Joey Carrion. This is not an official podcast episode, but we had a lot of movement on the Thanksgiving slate, so thought we would pop into your podcast feed and YouTube channel to give a quick update on Thanksgiving. The Pittsburgh and Baltimore game has been postponed. It is now on the main slate. We will talk about it once again on our full podcast, which will be coming out on Friday, previewing the main slate on DraftKings. We also have news that Kenny Galladay has been ruled out for Thanksgiving. Joey, I mean, what are the main takeaways for you now that the slate is drastically changed, two-game slate, and confirmation on Kenny being out? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes the slate significantly worse. We talked about fading the Dallas and Washington game, which it looks like we can't do with the Ravens game not being played. And that Dallas game looks like the game where you're going to get the most leverage on the field in tournaments as the ownership is really going to condense on players in the Texans-Lions game um, with Watson probably going to be somewhere between 70%, maybe 80% owned in tournaments. And then obviously his wide receiver will be very owned as well. So I think the game we're going to want to target is the uh, Cowboys in Washington game. I think that is where you get leverage on the field this week. And we talked about it in the Thanksgiving podcast, but some of my favorite plays in this game are, are Steven Sims all the way down at 3,200 or, or 3,100, whatever his price is. I know he's very low. I think the Cowboys wide receivers are too cheap. And then I'm also starting to come around to JD McKissick in this spot as he'll have lower ownership than, you know, Zeke, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift. So got to, got to play the, those guys in, in that game. For sure. Yeah, I mean, we went from having little to no interest in this game. I mean, you eloquently put it that people will probably be excited to play two bad offenses and think that they'll suddenly be good against bad defenses, and it was a good spot to get away from that. But now we really have no choice. Like you said, ownership is going to be extremely condensed on the Houston-Detroit game, especially on the Houston side of the ball with DeAndre Swift as well being massive chalk, assuming he plays. He is trending towards playing. With Kenny out, do any of the Lions wide receivers stand out to you guys like Jamal Agnew at min price uh, Muhammad Sanu was activated to the active roster today also min price I, I don't know this is this is a spot where I think we're gonna have to find one of these Lions guys unless of course it's just a full fate outside of uh, Marvin Jones um, TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift yeah I think I'm on board with fading the Lions in this spot although it is a good matchup I don't mind playing Swift and I also don't mind playing Marvin Jones but other than that I probably won't play any Lions players but I might take a shot on Jamal Agnew at 3000 I mean he's a min priced wide receiver and should be honestly the wide receiver two or wide receiver three in the Lions offense above guys like Muhammad Sanu, Quintus Cephas, and Marvin Hall. So I don't mind playing Jamal Agnew in a large field tournament, but other than that, I'm most likely going to stay away from those cheap Lions wide receivers. I think I'd rather play the Texans cheap guys in Kiki Cootie and Jordan Aikens and then take a shot on some of the cheap Washington guys with Steven Sims and Dontrell Inman, who is returning this week. So that's where I'm at in terms of tournaments for this Thanksgiving. Yep. And uh, in terms of the other game, I think that the primary stack that I'll now be looking at in tournaments to get leverage off of Watson stacks will be Andy Dalton. Um, I prefer the Cowboys Mm -hmm. passing attack to the Washington passing attack for sure. And I think that there's solid double stack options 
with talented wide receivers that can get there. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and even Michael Gallup as phenomenal leverage in terms of uh, positional leverage over Kiki Huti, who I, I mean, he's being talked about on every show this week and, in, in, you know, across the DFS industry. I think Kiki Huti has a chance to be the second highest owned player on this slate behind uh, Ezekiel Elliott and maybe Deshaun Watson. Maybe he'll be third. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll be up there in terms of top five ownership because you're still going to have guys like DeAndre Swift, Zeke, uh, Terry McLaurin, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, and Will Fuller, you know, some of the more elite plays. So I don't think Cootie will come in, you know, above 30% ownership in these contests, especially when the slate is not tight at all and you could essentially just play whoever you want. So I, I think that'll keep Cootie's ownership down, but he's definitely getting talked about in the fantasy industry for the Thanksgiving slate. I, I think he's still my favorite play on the board as a pay down wide receiver. And if you listen to the podcast, that's where I think you get the most leverage on the field is by paying down at wide receiver and hoping that they go for 15 to 20 points. All right. Which double stack do you think has the highest chance of being the Millie making winner? Matthew Stafford to Marvin Jones and Marvin Hall, Andy Dalton to Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, or Alex Smith to Terry McLaurin and Steven Sims? Tournaments, large fields, where are you going? I think I would lean to the Andy Dalton side Same in, in that in that spot or in large field tournaments. Um, you're going to get all three quarterbacks at a severe ownership discount off of Watson, which makes them all good tournament plays, in my opinion, because you don't want to really play a a quarterback that's going to be 70% owned in tournaments if you're playing correctly, I think. So I I think I would lean Andy Dolan, but I also don't mind an Alex Smith double stack. I think Steven Sims has a real good game, and then obviously Terry McLaurin is an elite wide receiver in the NFL and is, is a good spot for the Washington passing offense um, going up against a, a Cowboys defense that has gotten beaten through the air pretty much in every single game this season. So I, I'm starting to come around to Alex Smith uh, and two of his pass catchers and maybe even include J.D. McKissick in there if you think they're down a lot in this spot against the Cowboys on the road. All right. Uh, my final note on this slate is that I think Duke Johnson became a much better play. He went from being sort of a guy that I was willing to play, someone I would I would stomach through the pain of, of playing, but now I think he's just phenomenal leverage off of Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I don't think that him getting two touchdowns is a, a likely outcome, but if it does happen and you have him in a lineup with out to Sean Watson I mean you're sailing to the money yeah definitely I agree with that and I'm only playing him in lineups without Deshaun Watson and then just another point that I want to touch on real quick this is a prime spot to leave salary on the board just like how we play showdowns you're you know supposed to leave around a thousand or more salary on the board to differentiate your lineups and obviously the more salary you leave on the board the more likelihood of your lineup being unique. So that's where I'm going to try and get different is by leaving, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand on the table because you really don't need to use all of your salary on a two game slate when there are some good cheap value plays that I like in my opinion. So I think that's also where you can get the most leverage is by leaving money on the table, which a lot of people don't like to do. So definitely an edge there. Yeah, especially if you're talking about leaving more than a thousand. I mean, if you're leaving three, four thousand on the board, I think that that's that's a really solid way to go uh, on a slate like this, especially. 
But that's going to be it for us, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you're still getting some action in on this Thanksgiving slate. If you think that you could win a three-game slate, you should think that you can win a two-game slate. It is a bummer, less uh, less ways that we can differentiate ourselves. But if you have an edge, the edge should be there regardless of the amount of games. So let's have a good Thanksgiving sale to the money. If you want to support the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at the DFS dose, as well as subscribing to us on any podcasting platform or the YouTube channel. You can also follow us on our personal Twitters. I am at Ben Hover, B-E-N-H-A-U-V-E-R. Joey, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Carrion DFS. All right, guys, we will be back with a full week 12 main slate podcast on Friday morning.